0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Beautiful Life podcast. Hi, I'm B. I'm your host, and this podcast is all about all of the crazy shit that happens in my life. We're talking everything from sports, fitness, nutrition, athletics, lifestyle, motivation, university, environmentalism, and more. We cover all the crazy things that happen in my life in this podcast, and I'm so excited that you are here so that we can share it together. I post new podcasts every single Monday, so happy Monday morning. Hope everyone is having a good day so far. Um, You guys know Mondays are my favorite day of the week, so I just love that this episode is going up on a Monday. It gives everyone a chance to sort of get a good start to the week, get the good balls rolling, good habits going, and yeah, I'm just really excited, and I love that this goes up on Mondays, and I love Mondays. I'm so excited for the week. (laughs) This past week honestly flew by like crazy. I feel like I was like blacked out for all of it. (laughs) I literally don't remember this week. I cannot believe it is Monday right now. Well, it's actually Sunday night when I'm filming this, but I just can't believe how quickly this week went by. And I think it was because I started the week in my hometown. So let's get into my week at a glance. On Monday, I came back from my hometown back to Toronto. Danny and I left my home around I think like five ish and we got back to Toronto around seven and I want to say we went grocery shopping but I honestly don't remember I don't remember like anything from this week I was literally blacked out but Monday this past Monday was supposed to be the bluest Monday of the whole year which is so bizarre it's the third Monday in January and it's supposed to be like really sad and blue and whatever and I felt that 100% I don't know what was up with me on Monday, like. I don't usually get really upset when I leave home, like... You guys know my home is my favorite place on earth. I love being at home. I love being with my friends and my family and my sister and my dogs. I just love where I live. I love being able to have a car and go for drives. I just really, really, really love being home. So it is always really sad when I do have to leave, but I don't usually get like super emotional. Um, I cried like every single weekend of first year when I came back to the city. Um, and like if I spend a lot of time at home, like, you know, Christmas break or reading week, I'll usually get kind of upset, but Danny and I only went for the one night and then we came back on, um, on Monday afternoon and I was actually a mess. Like I just remember getting in Danny's car and we started driving back to the city and I was just crying, like literally crying. I was so sad. I wanted to stay home so, so, so badly. And I'm just feeling really grateful for my family. I was feeling really grateful for the relationships I have with them. Um, I was feeling really grateful just to have everyone here and know that I can always go back to see my family and they're all sort of in one place. They're not super spread out. Um, Like my whole family lives at home so it's really nice to just be able to go home and see everyone all at once I think I was so upset because I literally only got to spend one night there and I usually spend like a few more but yeah Monday was weird I was like really sad and I love Mondays so it was a little bit bizarre on Tuesday I had class um Oh, actually, on Tuesday, I went to the gym in the morning with my roommates and I worked out really quickly. I did like a quick half an hour, um, 40 minute ish workout. I ran on the treadmill for 10 minutes and then I did a hit circuit of battle ropes, jump lunges, med ball slams and something else that I don't remember but whatever it was a really good circuit and then I went to class and then when I got back from class I sort of unpacked the things that I had picked up in Camelford and the light packing that I did for only going for one night and then in the evening time I went to the library to meet up with some of my friends I was there for a few hours and then Danny picked me up from the library and brought me home on Wednesday I worked out and then I went to my volunteering. Um, It was a really, really slow day at volunteering, so I actually was kind of bored and just ended up doing some IFC on my own neck (laughs) because I have a really, really, really stiff neck, and then I went straight from volunteering to my job um, at the clinic, and then when I finished, I finished the clinic around like 8 no, it was a wee bit earlier. It was like 7.30. And I just briefly stopped at Value Village on my way back to my home because I wanted to drop off a bag of donations. And then on Thursday, I actually woke up in the morning and went to Sephora because I realized I have no makeup. And I had my grad photos on Thursday, which was kind of fun and kind of like weird to think about. And I'm graduating. And it was just really surreal. But when I got to Sephora, you guys, let me freaking tell you. I don't have foundation because I never wear makeup. I don't have concealer because I never wear makeup. And my nighttime moisturizer, which is the Laneige Water Sleeping Mask, just isn't cutting it right now. I think it's because it's the winter and everything's just really dry and it's just not cutting it. So I had to get a moisturizer, a concealer, and a foundation. And those three items came to $122.00 crazy so that's how I spend I started Thursday morning and then I had my grad photos and I actually took some photos with some of my closest friends who have been there for me throughout the entire undergrad we're all in the same program we're all graduating together then I went to class which was fun we talked about I think it was like body image or Oh, we talked about the female athlete triad and how the feminine body um changes, the physiological changes that occur as a result of high intense training and also chronic. Um, caloric deficit. So that was kind of interesting. We talked a lot about feminine health in my class. And then after my class, I went out for dinner with some of my close friends to a restaurant called Sugo, which is at Lansdowne Station. And it is an Italian restaurant. It's super, super, super busy. And I can understand why, because it is so good. So if you live in Toronto, if you're in sort of the Bloor West area, um, at Lansdowne Station, go to Sugo. It's an Italian restaurant. It's really, really good. And you all need to try it out. And the portions were huge. And I actually ended up having to bring like the majority of my spaghetti dinner home with me. And then the next day, Danny and I actually split the leftovers between the two of us for dinner. Like that's how big the portions are. It was insane. On Friday morning, I woke up at the buck of dawn and Commuted all the way to Scarborough (laughs) to my placement, and then I went straight from my placement. Um, midway through the day, straight from my placement in Scarborough all the way to my clinical job in Etobicoke. (laughs) And when I got there, so it took me an hour and a half to get to work on Friday afternoon um, because I'm literally going from one end of the GTA to the other. I'm basically, if you live in Toronto, I'm basically going from one end of line two to the opposite end of line two. It's a mission. And then I got to work after an hour and a half of commuting there to find that the physiotherapist that I work with was sick, there was no work for me, and my shift was only going to be one hour long. And obviously my boss is going to follow the rules and she has to pay me, blah, blah, blah. But I was literally just like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. But then I kind of realized like, hey, this isn't so bad. I'm going to be done early on a Friday night. actually stopped at Valley Village again. Um, and this time I needed to pick up some smaller... Um, Plates. My roommates and I have so many huge, like big dinner plates, but we literally have no small snack plates. We actually only have two and they're always dirty or in someone's room. So I picked up some more plates and I picked up a backpack for Danny because Danny's backpack is just falling apart. So he's been using his um Patagonia 9 trails back as his sort of school bag. But it's a wee bit more intense than he would like it to be as just a typical school bag It's not like he's cycling to school or anything like that And that's like his day pack that he likes to use if we go hiking So he really does want to try and keep that nice So I picked up a backpack for him Which is just the same Under Armour backpack that I have for school But mine I obviously got through varsity So it's branded and his is just plain black Super nice fits his giant ass laptop So that was a nice wee trip to Valley Village Then I came home and Danny and I had a super quick dinner and then we headed over to Gold Ring uh, just to meet up with some of my Gal pals and we watched the varsity men's basketball game. They unfortunately lost. They're playing Carlton. Carlton is number one in the OUA. So that was just kind of fun to go see a basketball game. I honestly wasn't there to watch the basketball basketball whatsoever. One of my best friends, Carter, he is the first male to ever be on the U of T Palm team. Um, And they're basically like cheerleaders that dance at like the basketball games. They do competitions. Uh, They're really good dancers. And I was just so excited to actually go and see him. So that was really fun to just like see him and see him kicking it and shaking his ass and doing his thing. Um, I was super super proud, and I even took some some videos because I just love him so much. And he tried he like tried for so long and worked so hard to get on that team and auditioned so many times. And he is finally on it, and I was just so proud of him. So Friday night was kind of fun going to the basketball game and seeing him there. And then Danny and I came home and went to bed pretty early because Saturday morning I woke up pretty early and then I did the nine thirty a.m spin class at good life which was really fun because it was a rpm showcase now rpm is the spin that they offer at good life there's good life ride which is spin by good life or there's good life rpm which is um, spin by an outside company called lay mills that um, structures and provides good life with a ton of their virtual fitness classes but you can also meet with an RPM instructor and do like an actual RPM class so I went to the RPM showcase which meant that it was all new tracks all new moves all new songs um And it was super fun. The instructor was super motivating. He was cheering. He was sweating like crazy. It wasn't virtual. It was like a live normal class. And I had a really good time. It was RPM number 95, I think. It was super, super, super fun. And then I went straight from SPIN um, to my job at Patagonia. Patagonia was fun. I love just being around the staff at Patagonia. I find everyone is very motivating, um, very unique and everyone just really makes me want to be a better person. Everyone that I work with at Patagonia truly makes me want to learn more about the environment, get more involved in environmentalism, in politics, um, get more into trail running and outdoor activities. And I just feel like a lot of the people at Patagonia, I'm just a better person just by knowing them. So it makes working there really, really easy. And I ended up doing a lot of repairs that, um, at Patagonia on Saturday because Patagonia does do repairs in-store. And so does um, Levi's and Birkenstocks. There's a ton of different companies that will do repairs. So I was doing some repairs at Patagonia on Saturday, which made the day go by super fast. And then when I came home, um, my best friend stopped by just briefly. She was parking at my home because finding parking in the city is just ridiculous. So she was coming downtown to hang out with some friends, needed somewhere to leave her car, parked at my home, came in for a wee visit. She invited me to go out with her, but honestly, I've just been so exhausted this week that I didn't want to. Um, and then we just chatted for a wee bit, caught up and then I did a face mask, some crest white strips and I went to bed super early cause I was super pooped last night. Sunday morning, I woke up and went for a run around my neighborhood. I only ran for about 20 minutes because I do have chronic shin splints. And my left shin splint has actually been flaring up a wee tiny bit. It's it's not really a shin splint. I think it's more of a strain of tibialis anterior or a little bit of compartment syndrome. Um, so I've just got um, a hot water bottle on my leg right now as I'm recording this podcast. I wish you guys could see me recording because I look hilarious. I'm sitting here in a bright pink bathrobe with my pajamas underneath i have a giant ass jar of water next to me i have a candle burning (laughs) essential oils diffusing and a hot water bottle on my leg just to paint the picture but anyways i went for a run and then i did some foam rolling stretching and a little bit of an ab circuit in my living room this morning when i got back then i went to work at the clinic then after I finished work at the clinic, Danny and I stopped at the Korean supermarket just to pick up a few things so that we can make dinner. Tonight for dinner, we had Vietnamese um, salad rolls, which is super easy. It's just rice paper um, rolls, rice noodles, cucumber, tofu, and I fry it with shiitake mushrooms, mushroom seasoning, romaine lettuce, mint leaves, and then for the sauce, I mix hoisin sauce peanut butter and water in like a pot and I melt it and stir it all together and it was really really good and we have leftover shiitake mushroom tofu so I'm gonna eat that tomorrow because it's so 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 good and now I'm just filming the podcast I am filming filming recording this podcast on a Sunday evening because I want to get my podcasts up earlier in the day on Mondays and Mondays are my favorite day of the week so I like to fill them up with a lot of different things and filming the recording the podcast on Sunday nights is just a lot more um how do you say it like it's just way more time efficient for me to record it tonight have it on schedule to post early tomorrow morning so you guys let's get into my song of the week i don't actually have a song of the week this week but i do have a podcast of the week i have barely listened to any music this week because i have been listening to this podcast like crazy and that is the skinny confidential his and her podcast The skinny confidential is a girl lauren and her boyfriend and they talk about so many different things they talk about health fitness lifestyle business development they bring on like a lot of different professionals chiropractors physiotherapists um, different, huge influencers. Um, Lauren is pregnant right now. So obviously I'm like super interested in that. (laughs) Obviously I start listening to Lauren's podcast when she gets pregnant. Um, but they just cover a lot of different things. And I like that it's like a his and her podcast because I can play it while Danny and I are doing laundry or putting the laundry away or if Danny and I are making dinner and it's not just like a total, like, like, super girly. I hate to say that. Like, it's not, it's something that both Danny and I can enjoy. It doesn't talk all about like makeup or whatever things that Danny might not be into. I don't really want to say girly because I know that that's just like such a total social construct, social construct. But it is a podcast that both Danny and I can listen to and both Danny and I can enjoy. So, that is my quote unquote song of the week slash podcast of the week. And this week, my can't get enough of is 150% arugula. You guys know I love arugula. I literally can't shut the fuck up about it, but the city was out of arugula. It was so bizarre. I went to, I think, five different grocery stores. I stopped at like the little Asian supermarkets in Koreatown. I went to Metro, Walmart, Um Where else did I go? There's, I went to the Palmerston Village Market. I went everywhere looking for arugula and nowhere had it. Everywhere had like spring mix, baby kale, baby spinach, nowhere had arugula. There must have been like a recall or like a citywide citywide outage because I couldn't find arugula anywhere. And then my roommate, Maddie, she was actually going um, home for a few days. And she said like, hey, B, I'm going home for a few days. But when you get home from work, there's something in the fridge for you. And I opened the fridge. Sure enough, there's a little box of arugula with a note on it that she found it in the city and she got it for me. And I have almost eaten the entire thing. I love arugula, olive oil, lemon juice, salt, pepper. That's it. It is my favorite food favorite favorite snack it's so freaking good um, but the other thing I can't get enough of this week is essential oils you guys know I was a wee bit sick last week I was, had a wee bit of a cold it was super stuffed up I just felt like actually gross um, and I've just been putting a lot of eucalyptus oil in my diffuser as well as lavender oil um, and it's really helped me with sleeping and it's also really helped me just clearing up my airways, being a little, a little bit less stuffed up. So definitely can't get enough of essential oils this week. I'm really starting to get on to the essential oils train. I think I have, I have four essential oils right now and I can't wait to get more for different reasons. Um, I really want an essential oil that's good for studying. So if you know of one that's good for studying, please let me know. And I would love to know. So let's talk about this whole zero waste thing. I think, in my opinion, zero waste is such a myth. I know that there are people who identify as zero waste and who really try to live a zero waste lifestyle. There are companies and brands that say that they are a zero waste brand. There are restaurants that say that they are a zero waste brand. But I just think, for me personally, I don't think I would ever feel comfortable identifying as zero waste because I think it's really 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 hard in today's day and age to be a zero waste human unless you are living in a cabin in the middle of the woods living completely off of the land making everything that you own from scratch And I mean everything that you own from scratch and not having any garbage whatsoever. So for me, I like to say low waste. I just think it's a lot more attainable. It's a lot more realistic. I am aware of a lot of the things and the decisions that I'm making, but like, even if you buy like an onion from the grocery store that was imported from somewhere, like, you're not zero waste. Sorry. Like, that onion used resources to get to the grocery store. You know what I mean? Zero waste is just really, really, really hard. And I think that low waste is a lot more applicable. Also, zero waste means that you literally don't produce any waste. So what about toilet paper? Just saying, these are the things that cross my mind. What the hell are you going to do about toilet paper? So, now that we've got that out of the way I did title this podcast zero waste just so that when people search for zero waste resources they find it because um, if I type in low waste no one's ever going to find this podcast and this podcast will not benefit anyone. So I did title it zero waste but I just want to put it right out there that I personally do not feel that zero waste is attainable the way that our world currently runs unless you completely live off the land and make everything that you own. Anyways rant over <laughs> let Let's move on Um, if one of your goals this new year is to live a more sustainable lifestyle lifestyle engage in eco minimalism and try to move towards reducing your carbon footprint and reducing the amount of waste that you're putting out into the world I just think that that is so amazing and don't let anyone tell you that small decisions that you make will not have a big impact because they will Um, we need as many people as we possibly can on the waste reduction movement so that we can divert as much waste as we possibly can from landfills we can reuse as much of the products that we have on the earth no we can't change the fact that there are huge 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 businesses putting out a lot of carbon emissions we can't really change that but we can change the practices that we do in our everyday life that are contributing to climate change um the great pacific or great Atlantic or I sound like a fucking idiot but I'm drawing a blank right now. The big garbage patch, the one that's the one that's the size of the state of Texas. Um its name has completely slipped my mind but it's a Sunday evening and I am really messed up. I'm exhausted from this week. Um but it just like is crazy to think that there are people out there who think that we can't do anything, um, because there are huge companies that are contributing to the majority of the issue. Um, but we can, we can make small decisions. We can make a difference. We can inspire others to make a difference. And if that was one of your goals this year, then thank you. The earth will thank you. Our ancestors are thanking you and future generations are also thanking you. And I just also really wanted to share an experience that I had, and I'm sure a lot of us have had as well. Is I um, was in Zanzibar in the middle of nowhere, on the west east never on the east side of uh, Zanzibar on a beach. So that east side of Zanzibar faces the Indian Ocean, and there is just nothing. There's nothing for for miles and miles and miles and washed up on the beach was empty toothpaste containers, empty mouthwash containers, um, empty plastic water bottles, empty nets, things like that. And I was just so dumbfounded by the fact that in somewhere so beautiful and so remote and so quaint, there was still plastic washing up on the beach. And I'm sure we've all been to a beach, even in Ontario, Um, before. Lake Ontario is one of the most polluted lakes that I have ever heard of. Um, But Lake Ontario is really, really polluted. I'm sure we've all been somewhere and we've seen plastic washing up out of the waters. We've seen garbage. We've seen how much garbage is just on the streets of Toronto every single day. There is just garbage everywhere. So I am so glad that you guys are here listening to this podcast. I am so glad that you guys are interested in reducing the amount of waste that you're producing because I truly believe that we can make a difference if we all just come together, bind together, and get this shit done. So you guys, in today's episode, I'm going to tell you five things that you need to get started on your low waste lifestyle. And then I'm also going to tell you five essential qualities, habits, or practices that will benefit you in reducing the amount of waste that you are putting out into the world and being more of an environmental, eco-friendly individual. So let's get into it. Okay guys, so now we are going to get into the five things I think that you need to get started on your low-waste lifestyle. And first thing I want to just point out right off the bat is that I think that you guys should try and look through what you already have, maybe things that you aren't using, things that you can repurpose um, and go from there. You don't always need to go out and buy a whole bunch of new things in order to live a low-waste lifestyle. I think that if you are being made to feel like you need to go out and purchase a whole bunch of new things. You're kind of missing the point of a low-waste lifestyle. For example, a lot of brands and things will sell all steel, steel um stainless steel containers or glass containers but if you already have a whole bunch of snap seal plastic containers that work perfectly fine that you've had for tons of years you actually don't need to go out and purchase anything that's new look at what you already have and what maybe you're not using and try and repurpose them reuse them or also if you do need to go out and purchase some of these items i would always recommend checking the thrift store First, you can actually get a lot of really good things at Value Village. You just have to be open to shopping at a thrift store and sterilizing them, cleaning them, and then using them. But if you guys can't find them at a thrift, if you don't already have them, can't find them at a thrift store, then I will put all of these things in a post in the Crazy Beautiful Life Facebook group so you guys can have a link to the exact products that I'm talking about and we can go from there and we can start living a low-waste lifestyle. So number one on the list of things that you need for a low-waste lifestyle, right off the bat, these are the most obvious and you probably know exactly what I'm going to say so I'm not going to spend too much time on them, but that is a reusable water bottle and a reusable coffee mug. If you are trying to be a low waste individual and you aren't using either of these things, it's time to start. You guys probably already know this, but the coffee cup that you got from Starbucks this morning and threw away will be on this planet much longer than you will. Um, coffee cups also are not recyclable. They have a wax lining on the inside that cannot be separated from the styrofoam and they are not recyclable. Um, So even some coffee shops that promote that they use compostable coffee cups, which is great or 100% recyclable coffee cups, that's also great. But the whole point is to reduce the amount of waste that we are putting out there. So we won't really need a compostable coffee mug if we're just bringing our own. So the reusable water and reusable coffee mug are absolutely essential. For a reusable water bottle, I know that a lot of people are recommending buying stainless steel, which I absolutely would recommend buying. There are tons at the thrift store. There are tons online clean canteen makes really good ones patagonia makes really good ones mech makes really good ones Um, but for my reusable water bottle i personally prefer my nalgene i know everyone's on a big hydro flask kick right now but i find that the hydro flask is just too heavy for me to carry around all the time so yes my nalgene is plastic but i've also had it for a buttload of years and i absolutely love it the other thing that i love about my nalgene is that it's one whole liter so i only have to drink two of those in a day to know that I am getting enough water and I have a ton of stickers on my Nalgene it's super cute you can decorate it any way that you want but one of my favorite things about the Nalgene Although it's plastic, it kind of sucks. But because it's plastic, it also has a few other really good qualities where I won't need to get additional items. So for example, the Nalgene makes a really good foam roller if you are traveling. Um, I really like to use it as a foam roller to roll out my shin splints, my calves and my hamstrings. I found that it was great when Danny and I went to Kilimanjaro. I just love that you can use it as a foam roller. It's hard enough it is Wide enough, it's just great. So, I actually use my Nalgene as a foam roller. I know that's kind of weird, but only if I'm traveling. And the other reason why I love my Nalgene is that it doubles as a hot water bottle. So, Nalgenes can handle boiling water. So, if you are camping, if you have sore muscles, if you just like, if you have period cramps, whatever it may be, if you need a hot water bottle, you can actually use your Nalgene as that. And another way I really like to use my Nalgene while camping is as a Tent light. So, if you just put your flashlight or your phone light underneath of your Nalgene, your whole Nalgene will light up and make it more of like a nighttime light instead of just like a spot flashlight. So, those are some really th- good ways that I like to use my Nalgene. And although it's plastic, because it has multiple different purposes, it's super lightweight. I use it constantly. Um, I can sort of justify it being plastic. I would like a stainless steel one, but if I have a stainless steel water bottle, I can can't use it as a hot water bottle which means I have to go get a hot water bottle and have two items instead of one so you see the trade-off going on there I just really like my Nalgene also Nalgene's are fairly cheap so if you're just getting started on your low waste lifestyle then you can get a Nalgene at Mech for around like ten dollars and I love mine and they literally last forever one of the girls I used to work with um, had a Nalgene that her dad had in like the 90s so they last a really long time and they're just really, really, really great. So as for my favorite reusable coffee mug, my favorite reusable coffee mug is actually by a brand called Heritage. I think it's from Winners. My best friend actually got it for me for my birthday and you guys, it is the best reusable coffee mug I have ever had. So basically it's like a normal stainless steel tumbler coffee mug with the like with the lid that you can take off. But the lid has two different functions. First one is like the normal coffee lid that you like flip. You like flip it open and it like bends backwards and it's just like a normal drink out of the side coffee mug. Or there is a piece of rubber that you just open on the top and it actually comes with a reusable straw. So in the summertime, I have my reusable straw in it and I use it as my iced coffee mug. In the wintertime, I take the reusable straw out and I use it as a warm coffee mug because you can't really drink warm drinks through a straw. I just find that so freaking bizarre. So that is my favorite one, but also one of my diehard hard favorite 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 of all time arguably even more favorite than my heritage mug I like my heritage mug for like every day but if I'm doing any sort of like camping traveling trekking my sister and I both are obsessed with contigo snap seal travel mugs The Contigo Snap Seal is the best shit ever because it does not leak. You can throw that Contigo in your backpack. You can throw it in your beach bag. You can have it in your car rolling around. You can tip it right upside down. The Contigo Snap Seal does not leak. I'm obsessed with the Contigo Snap Seal. If I'm going to be bringing a coffee mug out snowboarding or something like that I am definitely using the Contigo Snap Steel. it is my favorite my sister and I have like three Danny has one I freaking love them they're the best like the best 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 and they're around ten dollars at Walmart or you can get them um at Costco, usually in a pack of like three or four. But definitely check your local Walmart. Um, the cheapest one is ten dollars. I think it's nine ninety seven. The most expensive one I think is like sixteen ninety seven. But if you don't have a Contigo, you need the Contigo snap steel. It is hands down better than any Hydro Flask. It keeps shit warm forever. I don't know too much about Clean Canteen, but it's probably better than the Clean Canteen. It's probably better than any coffee mug you've ever come into contact with. I'm so obsessed with them. And I've been obsessed with Contigo's, I think, since I was playing hockey. So we're going back to like early 2000s, like actually, yeah, early 2000s. And yeah, my sister loves them. She always brings them with her when she goes like traveling, goes to a resort because at a resort, they usually put your drinks in a plastic cup. So my sister has a Contigo. My sister's boyfriend has a Contigo. I have a Contigo. Danny has a Contigo. We love our Contigo Snap Seals. So you need to get one of those right away. Man, I said I wasn't going to spend that much time on coffee and water, but whatever. Who cares? Okay. Number two on your low waste lifestyle. Um, essentials list is also super super obvious, but I do have some specifics that I think that you benefit from, and that is your grocery bags and your reusable produce bags. Now these are totally essential, and you need to have these. But what I would recommend is keeping a stuffable or like a packable collapsible reusable shopping bag in your backpack or in your work bag or whatever bag you use every single day and then when you just sort of randomly need a shopping bag for some random reason you have one of those ones that's all stuffed up packed away barely making any impact or taking up any space in your bag and it is just always there so that's what definitely one that I would recommend and my favorite collapsible stuffable um, reusable grocery bag is definitely my Patagonia carry y'all bag it's carry and then y'all like y apostrophe a l l and the reason why I love the carry y'all bag so 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 much is because it's not like a normal shopping bag where it just has like the two short handles that you put over your shoulder it has a really 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 singular long thick strap that you can actually put across your body because I hate carrying groceries home and my favorite thing about the carry y'all bag is that I can literally strap it across my body like a like a side bag if you will and it holds so much. I love it. There's a ton of different colors so I will put the link to the carry y'all bag in the Facebook group. I actually got my cousin Tiffany a carry y'all bag as a gift and I always see her using it like in Facebook posts and stuff like that. It's just so easy to pack away and bring with you. I even got my sister a carry-all bag as a gift and she often brings it with her as when she's traveling and uses it as a beach bag. It's just so big. It's so easy to carry because it has that nice long strap. It comes in a ton of cute colors and you can stuff it in your suitcase or in your backpack or in your purse. It's great. My next favorite um, reusable grocery bag is the 31 Grocery Basket. 31 is one of those brands where like your mom's friends probably sell it kind of like Avon or Arbonne or something like that. But 31 is devoted to making really, really high quality bags such as lunch bags, knitting bags, grocery bags, all things reusable bags. 31 makes them. I don't sell 31. I don't know anyone who does. Actually, I do. My mom's friend sells 31. And um, for Christmas, my parents got me like a 31 collapsible grocery basket. And I freaking love it, you guys. It is like a squishy. It's like a structured basket but it's like a wee bit like squishy so I can like flatten it and then like slide it away underneath my bed. Um, but it's great. I'm bringing it to the grocery store with me and I always end up putting all my produce in it. So things aren't like getting squished or I'm not like putting a can on top of my bananas and my bananas getting bruised. You know what I mean? I really, excuse me, I really fill up, um that little collapsible basket thing with all of my produce and I love it I think this 31 basket bag is freaking awesome and if I can't find a link to that exact one then I'll find a link to something very similar and that will be up in the Facebook group last thing um is my reusable produce bags from Amazon I actually got an Amazon gift card from one of my coworkers at the clinic and I know that she's super devoted to living a low waste lifestyle she's super devoted to environmentalism reduce reuse recycle um she has like little signs like all over the clinic of like what can be recycled and what can't and How can we sort of reduce the amount of waste that the clinic is producing? So I actually used the Amazon gift card that she got me for Christmas to purchase some reusable produce bags. And when I told her that that's what I used the gift card for, it made her so happy, which also made me happy. So I got some reusable produce bags and I didn't want to get the mesh ones. I wanted to get the ones that were totally organic cotton because then I can also take them to the bulk store and fill them up and I won't have shit pouring through the holes basically. Okay, number three on your low-waist lifestyle list is reusable period products now I think that these are absolutely essential if you're interested in living a low-waste lifestyle you need to convert your period you guys I know that every woman is entitled to whatever makes them comfortable and there is absolutely no shame in the period products that you use but I really think that we need to focus on making our periods more sustainable I work on the Great Lakes in the summertime which means that I am out on a boat all day every day on the lake and the lake is full of panty liners it's full of tampon applicators tampons pads I see them floating constantly in the Great Lakes and it just really really upsets me and like we use these products every single month and we use a lot of them. Like we use like maybe two or three tampons a day, depending on our flow, two or three pads a day. Maybe we use two tampons during the day and a pad at nighttime. We use a lot of feminine hygiene products or period products And we also spend a lot of money on them throughout our lifestyle. So I think that because it is something that we all have, it's something that we all deal with, um, it's totally worth it to invest a wee bit more money into your period and get things that work really well and that reduce your environmental impact. And we really need to get over this idea that periods are gross, getting blood on your hands is gross, reusable period products are gross. Like why do people think that way? Why do people think like, oh, a reusable pad? Like that's disgusting. Like guys, we wear our underwear every single day and every single day we have different kinds of vaginal discharge vaginal mucus coming out of us constantly and we don't throw out our underwears every day so why are we throwing out our period products constantly and why are we thinking that they're gross when it's just another form of vaginal discharge if you will vaginas are not gross the blood that comes out of them is not gross it's just a normal part of being a woman it's just like any other it's just like your spit like it's just like any other like membrane that leaks things it's not disgusting it's just part of being a human so we just really need to get over that and we need to get over the idea that reusable um, feminine hygiene products period products are like nasty or smelly or whatever because they're not they're freaking awesome And I'm going to tell you guys about a few of my favorite. So number one is going to be Hannah Pad. Hannah Pad is a reusable pad website that you can go and shop. They have pads for thongs. They have pads for um, heavy flow, lighter flow, long, fat, short, skinny, whatever it may be. They also just recently released reusable nipple covers for when you are lactating, which I just think is amazing. So definitely check out Hannah pad if you are looking to get some reusable pads if you are a pad gal then hannah pad is the way to go for you or you can head over to bear market bear market is a one-stop shop for all things Um, that are not single use they have everything shampoo conditioner pads bamboo toothbrushes cleaning products apple cider vinegar you name it bear market has it they are located at coxwell station and they actually just opened their permanent location woohoo so exciting. <laughs> so if you are a pad gal, then I would definitely check out Hannah Pad or I would check out Bear Market. Also, if you're a pad gal, I would totally recommend getting your hands on a pair of Thinks Underwear. Thinx Underwear actually hold up to two full tampons worth in a pair of underwear, and they also just made a thong. I'm a thong gal, I really like wearing them because I usually wear leggings, I have a huge butt, and I just find them the most comfortable for sport and stuff like that. So really happy that Thinks finally released that. And a pair of Thinks underwear is 45.88, which is definitely an investment up front, but when you're not buying period products every single month, I notice tampons are getting really expensive. Um, they're around like $15 <laughs> so you use that a lot every single month whereas you could just get a pair of things underwear wash them all together and That would be amazing. So I'm looking into getting some things underwear. I'm not a pad gal, but I'm interested to try it out. And there's nothing wrong with pads. I don't know why some people think pads are gross. It's all about personal preference. Some people can't use tampons. Some people can't um, have objects inserted into them for various reasons, such as vaginal polyps, endometriosis, vaginismus. There is absolutely no shame in whatever feminine care or period products that you use Um, and I just wanted to put out there now that I'm catching myself in the wording that I'm using not everyone that has a period is a woman Um, so this just goes for everyone that has a period just some things that you can use my personal favorite 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 period product um, is the diva cup This took me a while because I was sort of along that train of like, oh, getting blood on my hands is gross. Having to dump the diva cup out is gross. Period. Blood is gross. But then I just sort of really came to terms with the fact that it's not gross, it's part of being a woman. And I am so grateful that I got a diva cup because I am. Constantly on the go. I am constantly running from one place to the next, working out, doing whatever. And my favorite thing about the Diva Cup is that it does not leak. This shit is crazy. It took me a wee while to get it right. You do have to fold it a specific way that fits your body. You have to get the right size of Diva Cup. You have to figure out how to get the Diva Cup to pop open in your vagina. If it doesn't pop open, it won't get the seal and then it will leak but if you get it properly it does not leak you cannot feel it and you don't have to dump it out for like 12 hours you can literally put it in in the morning wear it the whole day depending on your flow and then dump it out at the end of the day and then put it back you can sleep with it you can use it like crazy. And then at the end of my cycle, I actually have like a little mason jar that I keep it in and I don't use the mason jar for anything else. And I put in a little bit of baking soda and boiling water to sterilize it, sanitize it, and clean it out. And then I put it in my medicine cabinet and wait until the next month to use it. And some people are like, oh, what if I have to dump the, the Diva Cup in public, like in a public washroom? Then you pull it out, dump it out, wipe it off a little And if you're comfortable, I just sort of stuff it up in my hand and then rinse it under the sink and then go back into the washroom and shove it back in there. Um, But if you're not comfortable, then you can just sort of put it back in there as is and then sort of rinse it off properly when you get home. But I've almost never had to dump it out in public because it literally lasts forever. And I just noticed that the garbage in my bathroom doesn't get as full as fast. And I feel really good during my period that I'm not producing a lot of unnecessary waste. Also, I'm not staining my underwear as much because it is just so well sealed. Once you try a Diva Cup and you get the hang of it, it becomes super, super easy. And I am telling you guys, you're going to love it. The only thing is, um, if you do have any sort of Nuva ring or IUD or something like that, you should definitely consult with your gynecologist before using a diva cup because I think they like it's almost like a suction. I think you can't use a diva cup when you're on an IUD because it'll like literally suck it out. Um, or like the the cervical um cup thing. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called a nuva ring. Or cervical ring. Um, It's just a different form of contraceptives that sort of blocks um, semen from going through the cervix and entering your uterus. Um, But definitely, if you have one of those sort of implant style. Versions of contraceptives. You should probably talk to your gynecologist because Diva Cup might not be the chance, the not the chance might not be the option for you. But I would definitely look into finding some more sustainable period products that work for you, work for your lifestyle, and work for your flow. Those are just three that I would recommend. But there are so many others out there. And yeah, I hope that you guys feel more comfortable um, with moving towards a more low waste period because it's really important and I think that as women we have a duty to either just say whatever I don't care I'm a girl and this is what I have to deal with or we can say I am a woman or I have a period or I have a vagina or whatever whatever you have whatever you identify with and I'm going to take charge of that and I'm going to decide how much waste my vagina emits each each month. And if me saying vagina a whole bunch makes you uncomfortable, I don't care. Vagina is not a weird word. (laughs) Number four on my list of things that you might want to get for your low-waste lifestyle are beeswax wraps. Beeswax beeswax wraps can totally replace... cling film or saran wrap in the kitchen you can also use them to wrap up your sandwiches which is kind of nice or wrap up any sort of snacks that you want to take with you while you're on the go Um, good places to get beeswax wraps one of them are to make your own I think it's really really fun if you get together with maybe your mom or some friends or some cousins or whatever it may be and sort of have a beeswax wrap making night I think that could be really fun with some wine and some cheese and making beeswax wraps and I think that could be a really fun thing to do would be like a DIY or you can get them at Patagonia you can get them at Bear Market or you can get them at beeswrap.com beeswrap.com is like the OG beeswax wrap maker and they have a ton of different options they have ones that have clips they have ones that have like little like string tie things. They're just amazing. And they're so diverse. And I totally love the beeswax wraps that I have actually got them on a buns trade, which is kind of cool, but just a PSA. Don't wash them in hot water. You'll melt off all the beeswax and you won't be able to use them anymore. (laughs) Number five, Um, that you need to living a low-waste lifestyle is a compost bin. You guys, if you are not composting, what are you doing? In my hometown, the municipality only just started composting and providing the town with the green bins, but my family has been composting for as long as I can remember. We've always just had this pile at the end of our yard where we dump all the eggshells and food garbage and food waste and compost things and my grandma had a compost when she lived at the farm and the city of Toronto is really good in that we actually have compost bins that have like a special lock so that the raccoons can't get into them because honestly Toronto is just a huge case of raccoons versus everybody (laughs) or as I like to call them rakens. I don't know why I like calling them rakeens. I just think it's funny. And the raccoons in the city are insane. The raccoons in the city are so different than any raccoon I've ever encountered in my whole life. First of all, they're freaking huge. They're literally the size of a small dog. Sometimes a big dog, depending. <laughs> it just really depends on the day. But they also don't give a shit about humans. Like, I will come home and there will be a rakin sitting on top of the garbage bin, having a grand old time, and they don't even run away if you go near them. Like they are nuts in the city. The rakens have gone wild. Sorry, that was a total tangent that I just went on. But um, compost bins, you need a compost bin. Um, You need to start composting. If you live out in the country or you live somewhere that you have a backyard, I would recommend literally just throwing it in like a random bowl and then going and dumping it in that area of your yard. Um, Some people have built the composts with like, they put worms and stuff in a Rubbermaid container and they keep it out on their balcony. That's not for me. Unfortunately, I'm not down to feed some worms and do that shit. Cause I think it would smell really, really, really bad. And I hate worms. It's kind of gross. Um, but if, if that's, if that's for you, if that's a project that you want to start, then by all means go at it. But um, the city of Toronto does have a really good composting program and so do many other cities across Ontario and Canada and North America as a whole. So figure out how you can start composting in your community. Start using your compost bin and also start looking into all of the amazing things that you can put in your compost bin like toilet paper, paper towels, tea bags, sometimes not all the times, Um, coffee filters, sometimes not all the time um eggshells there are so many things that you can put on the put in the compost bin so look into getting a compost bin if you are starting to live a low waste lifestyle next up i just wanted to talk to you guys about five habits or qualities or practices that you guys need and are totally essential to living a low waste lifestyle number 1 Thrifting. If you want to live a low-waste lifestyle this year, then you bet your ass you're going to be making some serious trips to Value Village. Value Village is one of my favorite stores, but actually my favorite, favorite, favorite thrift store that I've ever gone to is Talize. It's T-A-L-I-Z-E, Talize. This store is awesome. It's like Value Village on crack. It's definitely better quality stuff, um, newer, way more organized, and just nicer overall. So look if there's a Talise near you. There's a really good one in Peterborough on Shamong. I think there's one in Kitchener. And there also might be one in Oshawa. But I'm not entirely sure. But Talise is amazing. And I also love Value Village. The Valley Village by my home in Toronto. And I'm not going to tell you guys which one it is. Because I don't want everyone to start shopping there. Because <laughs> I love it so much. It's freaking awesome. I have so much Lululemon clothes from that value village. I have so many amazing pots, pans, kitchen things. I actually got this bag of all wooden cooking utensils. So wooden ladle, wooden spoons, wooden like push, like it's like a pusher. Like, I don't know. It's not a spatula because you don't flip things with it. You just sort of like move things around in the pan with it. I call it a pusher. I have no idea, but it was like five, I think, wooden cooking utensils in a bag for like three ninety nine at the Valley Village near me. I've gotten really good reusable mugs. I'm just sort of looking around at all of the things I've gotten from Valley Village. Um, Valley Village is great and thrifting is also amazing because those clothes are already on the earth. They are already here. They've already made their environmental impact and a lot of the times clothing does end up going to waste. Um I read the statistic that like the average person has over 90 garments in their closet and I definitely do and I think that thrifting is an amazing way to reduce your environmental impact because you're not going to those stores and purchasing things that are brand new when you could already go out and get something that already exists. So definitely look into thrifting. For me personally, I'm almost at the point where I will almost always go and look for something at a thrift store before I go and look for it brand new or even just on Facebook Marketplace, different buy and sell groups I really like using buns Um, my community in the city of Toronto does have a Facebook group as well so even if you only want to shop in your community um, in my hometown there's a buy and sell Facebook group for the whole municipality I think that it's amazing to try and look for things that are already out there things that already exist things that are used before you buy something that's new so I also get the majority of my like business casual clothes. Value Village is amazing for having really, really good business casual things. Dress, excuse me, dress, pla- dress, p- <laughs> oh my gosh, dress pants. I'm trying to say dress pants and blazers, but instead I'm saying dress plants. Um, anyways, dress pants, blazers, um, really good button up shirts, jumpsuits I have oh I just got the best I can't wait I'm gonna post an Instagram photo in it I just got the best uh jumpsuit from value village it's so stinking cute but I need someone to invite me somewhere like kind of fancy so that I can wear some cute heels anyways it's off topic go thrifting look for things that are used look for things that you can give a new life before you try and go out and purchase them brand new Number two is try and repair things instead of replacing them. I know that a lot of the time if something breaks, it's probably cheaper or as equally as expensive to just go and buy a new one instead of repairing it. But that is really just putting one thing in the garbage and taking another thing and all the resources that were used to make that thing, deliver that thing and get it into your hands. Putting one thing in the garbage, getting something else brand new. I think we could all try and divert from our single use um, mentality and instant gratification and all of those things and I think that we should really try and repair things instead of just replacing them all the time. So your jacket, you broke the zipper, Um, you could just replace that jacket or you could just fix the zipper, there's nothing else wrong with the jacket, you know what I mean? Um, A chair that you have broke and you're not a super handy person so repairing that that chair is probably not something that's in the cards for you. So you're probably just going to replace it. Or you could ask a friend or Google it or look at some YouTube videos as how to repair that freaking chair. Guys, we really, really, really need to get into the mentality Of repairing things instead of replacing them because that way we can divert a lot of waste from going to landfills, um, from going into our oceans, going into thrift stores, and inevitably ending up in the waste. So please try and repair things, whatever it may be, before you consider replacing them. Number three for a habit that you need to have if you want to live a low waste lifestyle is to look for local businesses that sell things that are in bulk. So I really like going to the bulk barn. Um, My friend from Patagonia always laughs when I say bulk barn because I love the bulk barn. It's like, oh my god if I get to go to the bulk barn I am like freaking happy I'm gonna get my coffee I'm gonna get some gourmet gummy bears probably some cheesies probably peanut butter maybe some coconut oil probably some pasta maybe some corn nuts for studying this makes me sound like really unhealthy but there's so many amazing things that you can get at the bulk barn so I really like going to the bulk barn or I like going to bear market um, bear market is bulk for more like beauty home things like that. Fat, whereas Bulk Barn is more bulk for like food and ingestibles if you will consumables Um, so really look at local businesses that you can go and get things in bulk but also look for local businesses that you can shop at instead of ordering something on Amazon instead of going to you know Walmart where something is all imported go to your local green grocer that maybe some things are grown in Ontario grown in your province grown in your state because I know a lot of of my listeners are from America hey gals love you Um, but definitely try and shop local and try and shop in bulk. Number four for your low waste lifestyle habits is to always look in your fridge and look in your pantry before going grocery shopping. This is going to really help you reduce the amount of food waste that you are producing. Food waste in North America is a huge problem considering the fact that there are people all over the world who literally are starving to death. The fact that we have food waste is just such a fucking weird paradox. We should not be throwing food in the garbage when we have such an abundance and such a privilege to have that. Like I was when Danny and I were in Africa and we were talking with our guide, we were saying how in Canada and North America, it's really hard to stay skinny. It's really easy to get overweight because we have so much food and so much healthy food and so much fast food. And he told us that in Africa, it is really hard to stay at normal weight because they don't have as much food there and that is just the weirdest paradox to think that here I am throwing out food from my pantry that has been sitting there for months and has gone off throwing out food in my fridge that's been sitting there and I haven't eaten and has gone off like the fact that we have more food that we can eat More food than we can eat and other people don't have enough is so bizarre and also just super, super wasteful. The amount of food that we throw out is so freaking wasteful. So look in your pantry every time before you go grocery shopping and see if there is something in there that you can use up, you can make, you can make some sort of random ass concoction. Just really take a look and try and reduce the amount of food waste that you are putting out into the world. Number five is actually a tip that I got from one of my coworkers, Matt. So thank you, Matt, for this tip because I think it's a really good one. And this is a really good habit to have if you're starting the low-waste lifestyle. And that is to get involved, learn more, and educate yourself about the environmental crisis that is happening around the world and the politicians and leaders that are in charge of it. So Matt definitely told me to start looking more into what parties want to do what. You know, we have elections all the time. Um, What parties are doing what, what ministers, who is controlling what. Um, And just all of the sort of environmental conversations that are happening around the world and how we can educate ourselves more and also help educate others and get involved and look for different people to support, organizations to support, people to donate to who are devoted to making a difference in our environment. Something really, really easy that we can all actually do is If you have a favorite product or a favorite company or something like that and you love that product or you love that company or you love that food item or whatever it may be, you just don't like the packaging that it comes in, you can always send a quick cold email on a Sunday afternoon on a Monday morning um, just being like, hey, I really like the, the face wash that you guys make but I don't like that the face wash comes in a box that is wrapped in a plastic cling film um that's something really easy that you can do or in ontario you can actually get in contact with the ministers so there are ministers for absolutely everything you could possibly imagine um so you can actually write to the different ministers and just sort of ask them you know what they're doing um to help the environment you can write to your local mp you can write to your local municipality you can write to a lot of people and just sort of ask you know what are you guys doing for the environment what are you guys doing for our community? What are you doing for our neighborhood? How are you making sure that our neighborhood is more eco-friendly, more sustainable, and more eco-minimalist? So those are five essential qualities that I think that we should all have. And if you guys think that we have no power, we really do because small changes every day will create a snowball effect. Someone at Starbucks seeing you using your reusable coffee mug will inspire someone else to use their reusable coffee mug and eventually more and more and more and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people will stop using those same shitty mugs every single day that end up on our streets and end up in our oceans. And remember when I told you guys about the fact that this year is our time to shine? It's our time to shine, you guys. Don't forget that. Shine your light so bright that you get others on board. Our kids, our grandkids, our country, our planet, our mother earth is depending on you to shine your light, to spread the word and to encourage as many people as possible to be low waste, to be an eco-minimalist and to try and live a more sustainable lifestyle. Our beautiful, beautiful, beautiful world is counting on you and we need to make this change. And I've said this before in a different episode, but I will say it again. We don't need a few people doing zero waste perfectly. We need millions of people doing it imperfectly and that will make the greatest change. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. As mentioned, everything I talked about will be in the Facebook group with links. And you guys have an amazing day, an amazing week. Shine bright this week, you guys. Spread your message. Share it with the world. Try and inspire others to facilitate change. And I will see you guys next week in Monday's episode. Have a good one. It's a beautiful life.